Hey, what's up, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Sprinkler Nerd Show. I'm your host, Andy Humphrey, adding a little blue glass, blue glass, blue grass flare this morning. Like I mentioned on, I think, the previous podcasts, I want to start doing things different, adding a little creativity, a little flair, a little buzz, a little something new, a little something different. And so this morning, I decided to play a little bluegrass intro, and I get to play this bluegrass intro royalty-free, meaning I don't have to worry about buying or having rights to this song, because you know what? You know who recorded this song? My dad recorded this song. That's pretty cool. Snake Mountain Bluegrass out of Weybridge, Vermont, Middlebury, Vermont, Bridport, Vermont, all the little towns around Middlebury, Vermont. They've been recording bluegrass music for before I was born, so 40 plus years now. And uh, yeah, I just thought that would be fun. Share a little bit of uh, my history, my heritage. I enjoy listening to bluegrass music. And right there was a little intro by Snake Mountain Bluegrass that has absolutely nothing to do with what I want to talk about today and share with you. And with that, what I do want to share with you today is something called a technology adoption life cycle. And I first learned about this concept actually before... I started working for Baseline, I think really when I just started learning about technology and also learning about myself and why I am always one who um, is into technology first. And so there's this technology adoption life cycle, and you've probably heard the word before, an early adopter and a visionary and an innovator. And so what I want to do today is just take a couple minutes and refresh do a refresher for those of you who know about the technology adoption life cycle and then introduce it to you uh, for those that are not familiar with it. So let's, with that, let's roll the traditional intro and get right into the episode. If you are an irrigation professional, old or new, who designs, installs, or maintains high-end residential, commercial, or municipal properties, and you want to use technology to improve your business, to get a leg up on your competition, even if you're an old-school irrigator from the days of hydraulic systems, this show is for you. All right, I'm actually pretty excited to talk about this, but I have to keep it brief because there is so much to talk about on this topic. And my goal for today is just to plant the seed so that you can think about this and how these different phases of the technology adoption life cycle affect you and where you might land on this curve. Because not all humans are the same. Not all of us relate to technology in the same way, or for that matter, uh, doing something new for the first time in the same way. And so I want to plant a seed. I want you to perhaps even do some research on your own. There's an awesome, awesome book called Crossing the Chasm. And uh, who wrote that book? Jeffrey Moore, I think. It's called Crossing the Chasm. And it's about how, how do new products come to market from idea to conception, to complete mass adoption. And there's this, what's called the chasm, which is right in between, it's kind of halfway up the growth curve, if you will. So uh, check out that book by Jeffrey Moore called Crossing the Chasm. And the, the reason that I'm sort of uh, talking about this today, and the reason that it's on my mind is because there was a recent um, 
short discussion on a post in the Sprinkler Nerd community about the Erie Green uh, sprinkler system. And for those of you that don't know Green, it's a digital sprinkler that essentially prints water. It's valve and head. It's uh, independent head control. And it's completely sort of um, different from the way that we currently know how to design, install, operate, and manage irrigation and sprinkler systems. And I'm not one to tell you it's better or it's not as good. I think that is yet to be seen. And I think sometimes when new products come to market, you have to keep an open mind. And in this discussion in the community, there was a couple individuals who, uh, number one, thought the product was quote unquote garbage. And uh, a couple others that said it doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. And I think that sometimes when we react, and I would say those types of statements are reactionary, when we react, we're reacting through our own lens. And what's really interesting is that our own lens also happens to be where we land, where we fall on the technology adoption curve or the life cycle. So let me explain. There are five sections of the life cycle. And really each of these sections or each of these groups actually represents like a unique psychological profile of us as individuals and how we... Uh, how we think, how we operate, and how how we uh, can input or take in new ideas, new concepts, new technology. So here we go. The first one, and this represents 2.5% of the entire population. So that would also be potentially 2.5% of us in the irrigation industry, assuming that we are uh, the irrigation industry segment is just like the general population. So 2.5% are what are called innovators. These are the tech enthusiasts. These are the ones that um, sort of take on technology even before the visionaries catch on. So these are like the very first people that just love technology simply for technology's sake, not even for the problem it's solving, etc. They are just totally into technology. And that only represents 2.5% of individuals. The next grouping, grouping number two, are called the early adopters. All right. Those are the ones that uh, see the technology for what it is. They follow the innovators and then they make an adopt. They adopt it. They try it out. OK. And that represents 13.5 percent of the population are early adopters. Again, so an early adopter might be someone who would buy that Wi-Fi controller the day that it comes out and give it a try. They want to try it out. They see the vision an early adopter. And personally, that's where I fall. I'm not necessarily an innovator. I can let someone else come up with it. I can, I personally relate to it when I can see the vision and then I immediately want to try it out. I want to adopt it. I want to go forward. Let's give it a try. Let's see what happens. Okay. And then right after that is the chasm. Okay. So the chasm is how do you get everybody else the other 85% of the population on board with a new product, a new concept, uh, doing something different, et cetera. So there's this chasm and that's what the book is on, right? How a new product can cross the chasm and get mainstream total adoption. And I would say that something probably as simple as the MP rotator probably fell into this curve. Uh, same thing with say ET controllers. And the same thing is going to happen with moisture sensors and every other technology that 
that we're going to see in the landscape and irrigation industry or in the market in general for that matter. So the third group of individuals are called the pragmatists or the pragmatists, however you want to say that. And there's also the sort of early majority. So as the majority takes over, you have the early majority and that is a 34% split of the general population. And then following that, you have the late majority, okay? So, and that's also an even split with the early majority. So after these early adopters, you have this chasm, and then you have what we call the majority, but the majority is split into two, early majority and late majority. And there's a whole bunch of information that you can read on this and you can learn about these types of personalities, these traits, these behaviors, so you can see where you land in this curve. And then the last one are the skeptics or the laggards. They're the ones that just wait until everybody has it and they, they're forced to adopt, okay? So, and you probably know a lot of these people. These might be people that still have a flip phone because they are so damn comfortable with it. They are going to wait to switch their phone until the carriers stop supporting that old phone. They are the laggards. And what's really interesting about this, to me anyway, what's interesting about understanding these types of profiles is that when you have a new product or a new concept or a new business or maybe even a new service in your business, it's important to try to understand your customer and what type of person are they, okay? And so let's say for instance, let's, let's get back on this Irigreen uh, sprinkler concept. If you are wanting to offer the Irigreen sprinkler to someone, it is likely you cannot sell or offer the Irigreen system to a customer who is a laggard, right? Who is late on the adoption curve because they simply won't care. It doesn't matter how great you say this system is. If your customer is a skeptic and a laggard, they will not buy into it, no matter what you say. So for new products, you also need to make sure your customer is that type of personality who is the either early adopter, if it's brand new, or is in the early majority where they see a little bit of runway, they can see how other customers are using it and they'll, in their own words, likely, I'll take a chance on that. Okay, so, uh, and if you're offering a new service, let's say it is um, remote water management or remote monitoring of a control system, you probably need to figure out what type of customer you have. Are they going to be a skeptic and a laggard, or are they a visionary, an early adopter? Because it will be easier to sell a new service to someone who also understands the value because they are either the early adapter or the early majority. And so I think it's important when we see new products like the uh, Eerie Green or like a weather-based controller or a soil moisture-based controller or a Wi-Fi controller, or even something like the MP Rotator, uh, which I guess less so now, is to um, understand how it works and then you can make a personal choice. Does this make sense for you? Does this make sense for your customers? If yes, perhaps move forward and give it a try. But I think it's really, really important not to, um, let's see, say something negative like that product is garbage about something because it likely is not, actually most of the time, 
products are not garbage. They just are not a fit for the application that you are looking to use it in, okay? Someone who spends a lot of money developing a product cannot develop something that is garbage. It may just have a very, very small use case and a very, very small group of customers who would use it, but it's certainly not garbage. It's just finding that product market value fit, okay? So I think we're going to see a lot of changes in this industry over the next two years, five years, 10 years, and there's going to be a lot of things that look completely different, that may catch you by surprise, that your first thought will be, shit, that is never gonna work. And that's totally all right to think that. But what I want you to do is to consider how you are reacting to that and how you are commenting into the world with that and how you are showing up with that information because it's okay to pass. It's okay to say, hey, that's not for me right now. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try that. I'm not gonna adopt that. I'm gonna let some of these other contractors go give it a try. Maybe they'll fail, maybe it won't work, and maybe that's okay for their business, but that's not okay for my business, so I'll pass right now, and I'll just kind of watch on the side and see how this product develops because we have these different um, sort of cycle personalities as it relates to technology. And that's what's so cool about it is just, seeing how different people land on this curve of the adoption life cycle. And it, even, even though we are not a technology industry, how we react and use technology essentially is the same in this industry as it is in any other uh, industry being technology or not. So uh, as a final final here, I'm going to repeat these different market segments. And then I encourage you to go learn a little bit more. And perhaps for those of you who already know, this is just a good reminder to, uh, to put some of this into practice. Okay, so number one, which was 2.5% of the population are the innovators. These are the tech enthusiasts. Number two are the early adopters, 13.5% of the population. Those are the visionaries. Then we have the chasm where we move to the early majority and the late majority, each with a 34% split of the population. And then we move into the last group, which are the laggards and the skeptics. And those are the ones that simply will not adopt unless actually forced to do so. So, that's it, guys. Uh, have a great weekend. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, next week, I will be at the formerly known as the Green Industry Expo, now the Equipment Exposition down in Louisville, Kentucky. Maybe I'll see some of you there. Please, uh, if you see me and I don't know you, reach out, say hello. I'd love to meet you guys. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. Have an awesome weekend. Take care, and we'll see you on the next episode. What's your favorite potato chip flavor?